welcome to Elite Rugby Banter. It's the podcast about rugby. And uh, I'm Adam. I'm back. And uh, life is lots a bit different. We've got Matt and Ben here. How are you, Matt? I'm good. I'm good. Nice and quiet. Oh, is that it? Yeah. Oh, I'm yeah, good. nice and quiet. Nice and quiet. Fighting the weather. Fuck, it's turned freakish outside. Oh, really? It's Cape Town life. That's how it goes, man. Yeah, Cape, you know, Town, you, Cape Town winter hit like in a day. It's just like, yeah, it's yeah, not cold in no, the I mean, Honestly, you know, like like people joke, oh, ha four seasons in one day, but yeah, that that, that is Cape Town winter. Yeah, no, Cape Town winter, weather, winter hit today. It was just like, today's winter, bitch. And it's like been blowing and raining all day. It's been great. And Ben, is it blowing and raining in Mauritius? Uh, it rained a little bit today, but um, not hugely. Yeah, was, yeah. Um, no, the weather's been pretty good, Adam. But I, I don't think we we really need to know how we are. What what everyone yeah, wants to know me. is how, how you are. Yeah. Uh, are I'm alright. Pretty good. And uh, my wife's holding up pretty good too. Having a baby is a change, hence my absence and a disrupted start to to this episode. Um, yeah. So I don't know if I'll be able to there for the full time, but uh, it's it's going good, pretty good. Yeah, I'm losing sleep, but uh, yeah, I'm pretty good overall. So no complaints. I'm just checking. You haven't listened to last week's episode, hey? No, yeah. sorry, dude. It's, yeah, no, this uh, tracks. This tracks. Yeah. Times are, times are tough, so at least it sounds like me. Yeah. Uh, Atticus and Johnny obviously had to clean the house, apparently, as he was on baby duty the whole day. I'm really worried that the kids are, are going to make running the pod very difficult. Matt, if you have a kid, it's game over, I think. No, it's fine. James James has fallen into line quite nicely. Yeah, James is not... Uh, yeah, you just it's just a difficult period. As long as that period doesn't overlap for like three oaks at a time, then it's fine. Alex is coming out of it, you coming into it. Yeah. Like, what, I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Once, I mean, once they get to chip fetching age and all is sorted. Well, yeah, uh, but after chip fetching age becomes high five denying age. So, like, <laughs> it's, it's a roller coaster, really. But, oh, fuck, it, it reminds me of that meme, top 10 anime betrayals. <laughs> it's that YouTube. Yeah, it was it. <laughs> I was devastated. Eh? Like it really got to me. Like a psychological fuck up. Yeah. No, yeah. Alright. Well, I guess as I haven't listened to last week's episode, but well, a lot has continued. To I just mentioned that because as we were while we were recording is when you actually sent to the group to let us know the baby was safe and everyone was happy and all that. So it, it was broken technically live on recording as well. Yeah. Oh really? Okay, no, yeah. I, I actually I actually have a reason to listen now. Yeah. So uh, that's that's good to know. I'm not, I'm not going to pretend I um, like anyone was happy about this. Adam. There was a uh, no, we weren't we weren't super jazzed. We were just trying to put probe before who to see who won our bet. Oh, I see. Uh, what was the bet? Uh, gender we and getting... gender and weight. Yeah, gender. Oh, and... Right. We didn't actually bet length. What was she? A fifty-two centimeter. Wow, 51, dude. 51, nice. Uh, what I thought. Well, yeah, I thought 52. Very, very, very close. Mm. Uh, well, yeah, I guess enough about me. Let's rather move on to 
what, 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 what's, uh, announce the name of your baby and stuff, Adam. I'm sure the people want to know. Oh, okay. Her name is Ren. Nice. Good name. Like the bird. Yes. Like the bird. Ren, Ren and a rose. Nice. Wakefield. So, uh, is she Wakefield or is she Wakefield hyphen whatever? Sorry. Nah, uh, just, your, your, your wife's surname isn't whatever, I presume. But I don't know. <laughs> no, 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 traditional she, Greek surname, whatever. <laughs> yeah, what? She's just, she's just straight up uh, Wakefield. Oh, she took your... Oh, it's quite surprising because she's a professional. I thought she would kind of keep her own name to stay on brand. Oh, you're talking about my wife. No, she kept her own. Oh, so, the baby. Oh, the baby took mine. The baby's also a professional, I'd argue. Um, <laughs> don't don't she just, uh, yeah, she just eats, wheeze, and gets fed by us. Um, so she's she's pro. At yeah. that. There was moments, I think two nights ago, where she, she pooed three times an hour. And I just thought, what? Why is this happening? You know, it's like... Anyway, it's it's getting easier. That's for sure. Um, I'm just I definitely owe my wife a few cups of tea, cups of tea uh, after this, but she helped calm the baby, so I owe her big no, time. No, 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 but, but but you do you do get this sort of. Do you find yourself sort of standing there while your wife's trying to calm the baby, and you just kind of you want to help, you can't really do anything, so you just sort of awkwardly sort of stand like I don't know what to do with my hands kind of situation. <laughs> yes. Yes. Sort of like, can, can I help? Can I not help? Can I help? Can I not help? And then your wife just gives you fuck off, go away eyes, and you get to go. Yeah, away. she 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 did that now nah, because I was trying to change the diaper <laughs> while talking to you, and uh, I don't I don't don't think it went very well. So as I said, oh, big time. I'm busy trying to make her a cup of tea as we speak. But I think let's let's get cracking. Also, yes. just for the sake of my marriage. So, uh, I can't bring my wife a tea. I was going to say, I was trying to think of a segue for a cup of tea, but I guess Peter Steph's toy, he's having his cake and eating it too. I don't what? know, when did that break? Was it this week? Well, yeah, well, is it he, broke is after Because they reported No, no, I think, I think we, I think we, chat, we chatted about it, we like the, the action, but it hadn't sort of come to... He hadn't confirmed that he's staying by the time we recorded. The confirmation oh, that he's staying happened, I think, on Tuesday... And then later in the week, they're like, ah, oh, but he is also taking a pay cut like everybody else. Yeah, but the, from what base? That's the question. I yeah, know, I so, think... so, but, but I wonder what he did, because he must have had to renegotiate a contract at higher and then apply the cuts to it. Yeah. Yeah. So maybe he's earning what his base salary was now with the cut. Yeah. And he's got his image right. That's what it, the major report was stating. It's, it's, it's quite a weird thing. Yeah, he's mm. got his image rights. But I don't mm. really know. I don't think his image rights are as valuable as people think, to be honest. Um, it's just like the Stormers won't, can't use him in. Sorry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, they can't use him in any old campaign and like have him up as sponsors. Like, see, Khalees has been everywhere doing stuff with different brand sponsors and all that sort of stuff. And as World Player of the Year, he can in now, with, I know the Stormers were previously sponsored by Adidas, I can't remember who the sponsor now, he could go to a rival sponsor and do a campaign, and it won't cause any conflict, yeah. et cetera, et cetera. Oh, wow. that is interesting. So there's an interesting like, one as well, locally. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, the girlfriend, she once works at Woolies, at their marketing, and like, they had a whole bunch of the Stormers and other Springboks in that for their fashion brand, and they're like, yeah, cool, you can use them for your food as well. 
And then while they were trying to get shit sorted for the food, like they're like, no, he can't be shot with that. He can't be shot with that. He can't be shot with that. Because they've all got brand deals, like random food brand deals. Oh, yeah, like, 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 yeah, because I guess if you have something with like ProNutro, that takes all the cereal out the sort of the thing. Yeah. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Um, just something like that that I've kind of seen now, because obviously you're seeing a lot of companies kind of cutting pay basically. Yeah. And and the general the the thing is so the the pay cut the salary reductions whatever they normally go hand in hand with a freeze on hiring as well. Which you know obviously yeah, obviously it think. makes sense you you don't want to be adding to your wage bill at a time like this. So it is quite strange that during this time especially the bulls have been actually doing a lot of business the which bull- i would be a, I, you know like imagine in your job now if they're like listen ben like times are tough you have to take a 30 percent cut you're like fuck it shit but you know we're all in this together or whatever and then they're like oh yeah we've hired four new people as well you'd be like not just four new cats fuck? who like earn less than you but like four salaries bigger than yours yeah you? yeah it's like it's like yeah we, we've hired we've hired two people to manage you or something like it's like we've like, we've hired like four new executives yeah, yeah, and we bought them BMWs. It's that sort of... Yeah. yeah, like, obviously, I don't know. And obviously, it is necessary, like, you got to sort of feed the beast, especially if you're giving people a, yeah. an out of, for their contracts. You need the ability to replace them. Yeah. But it is, like, like it is kind of counterintuitive to be hiring people at a time like this. If you treat rugby teams like companies, which they, in some senses, they are, but in other senses, they're not. Q Adams oh, yeah. bitching about the amateur wing. Uh, no, that's more Western <laughs> Province and, and, and the clubs. No, but no, the but, but even even Western Province, like, what Western the fuck Province are they signing people for? Like, Western Province are signing Kalant. And okay, Kalant, yeah, and now there are also rumors of. Okay, Kalant can't be cheap. He's a Springbok, so yeah. dude, that's premium straight away. And yeah, Western Province maybe... are meant to have fuck all money anyway. So yeah, like if I was if I was employed by I'll be like what the fuck are you guys doing like why are you hiring Khalant? we don't need this shit and like it's literally taking money out of my pocket they don't have a fifteen like to be fair to they don't have a fifteen or a ten I can say Effie Marie no because he uh, no you look and also Khalant might be coming back for a little bit cheaper because he's also closer to home because Cape Town's only like four hours away from home for him there. So, like, there's also a little bit of a holistic shift to it as well. We might be going for close to his bull salary. Oh, maybe it's like a like a lifestyle transfer sort of thing. Yeah, like they're offering yeah, him a better lifestyle for close to a salary. Maybe a bit more, yeah, but... That, 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 that's, how, that's how we try to recruit expats. Like, yeah. you try to appeal to someone from Dubai, and they're like, well, I earn six times more in Dubai. And you're like, but the lifestyle, come but on. But have you bought bacon in the last six months? <laughs> Yeah, like, look at all these bottle stores. Come on, mate. Like, ah, uh, but remember, Lades has left. Yeah, and I'm sure he wasn't cheap. He's yeah. been there for a while, so maybe yeah, no, I guess he was probably on a bit of a. But but I mean, like, late. I don't know. Like, like, like maybe I'm seeing this. I'm but seeing that's the, the, sort of so the, Kalant's the not... numbers of this too much. But, that's but to thing... me, if someone like Lades leaves, you like, yes, that frees up money. We can pay our guys now. Not. Fuck, let's replace him with someone more expensive. Yeah, but at the same time, you, your squad doesn't have a fullback anymore now. Oh, fuck, play um, Damien Willems at fullback. Yeah, but and John play, Luke uh, Duplessis. 
No, he's gone with late. He's gone. They're oh, 10 and 15 fuck, left like, surely are, are, So, so you're telling me they don't have a single fullback in all their systems? Well, they must probably do. Oh, maybe he's just raw as hell, though. Yeah, but and he's not ready. Where's Where's and... SP Maria? Play him. Being he's showing oh, far murder bring... propaganda somewhere. Because I, I want a reason to hate them. Tyler Paul's left. You want? I get all my all, all my raids is being taken away. All your venom for South African rugby is not gone. Yeah, like I just I don't know, like I'm battling yeah, to work myself up, them. and I feel the the reappearance of SP Maria would help. Yeah, just him yeah, reason way. to hate them. When Milani, he might be going there from the Lions. That's another oh, rumor. No, Apparently, we, we, we've, we've talked we talked about this on Twitter. Like I'm as a Lions fan, I'm happy for Similani to go. If yeah. Similani is not going to start at the Lions, like it's way better for SA Rugby to have him starting. Yeah. I would rather he went to the Cheetahs or the Kings, though. And we saw in, in our Curry Cup simulation, he was phenomenal for the Kings. Yeah, he was born into that Kings jersey. Like, it was really impressive. Yeah, yeah but Storm has needed an upgrade uh, yes. at centre. I, I feel like once he leaves... Sorry, Matt, I keep, I keep interrupting you. That we'll find a bit more why he didn't start. I know there were questions maybe his defence wasn't quite up to scratch, but compared to what the Lions had, I don't think yeah, they'll necessarily no, no, no. miles better to fully justify yeah. having him on the bench the whole time. All the Lions defenders will tell you that it's, he was injured the entire time. He wasn't starting. Mm. I'm not so sure. I just I know there was why, a why, but he was on the bench and stuff. Yeah, they were like yeah. the, time, the times where he didn't play at all, he was injured. But then why didn't they just say he's injured? That, yeah, that's the thing. There was no report of him being injured, but everyone's like, no, no, he's injured. They said he's injured. I know, as a Lions fan, fucking the Lions media machine pisses me off. Eh? Yeah. Maybe yeah, well, maybe machine's guys... a strong a strong term. But... Yeah, well, their statement was, oh no, like I know you you spoke about this last week, I assume, but referring to Malcolm Marks as a, a departing player, he hadn't even put the jersey back on again, which I found to be to be quite funny. But <laughs> you know what? I know. In terms of players moving around, I know there's a lot of stories. You noted this earlier that a lot of the unions in South Africa are signing players from key rugby schools such as Sachs. I know two of their, their major players, they've headed off to, uh, I think it's Western Province. And the Sharks, I know Glenwood, the Lions are looking there, the school, that school in Durban. And this is not making news in South Africa because the player drain so hectic that <laughs> when we recruit them at trick level, we hold on to someone at 18. As we're looking at... Um, well, I mean, what's his face? Oh. We were, there was that article in Rugby Pass where like where they recruited where Glasgow recruited one of our schoolboys. There's that interview. Mm. Oh, yeah, yeah, I remember. remember that, that guy doesn't seem that good. Actually, I watched his highlights package and he can go. Oh, I'm no. not too first. The King signed. Alex, Alex the King signed a nice that. looking hooker actually. From Oakdale, yeah. Oakdale yeah. Farm School, agriculture. So this is this is what. This is what this is what it's come to. Signing schoolboys. That's the highlight of the transfer season in Warwickland. I do think it's a good move for Holland. Actually, I think he offers a bit more at fifteen on defence than Lades did. Um, I think for I'll both see how... Stormers and Holland, it offers it's a net gain. I think for both yeah. of them. Yeah, you, I just wanted to know... say about the bill. It's, all, it's those rich benefactors, Ben, Motsepe, Rupert, Dave. Helped a lot. I mean, they managed to bring back on a boy. But, so yeah, but then why, why are they cutting Johnny Kutz's pay then? Why why don't they say, no, the Bulls, listen, we're we going to bankroll your... We're going to bankroll the difference. Jake White 
clearly has said to them, "I want to do." This Xbox is what I, This is what I like. Jake White. Um, I know we we give him a lot of shit, but he obviously is effective within his own environment. But I yes. think, to more than almost any other coach, I think to be in a Jake White team, you have to sort of buy into the Jake White philosophy fully. And like, like I, I don't think you can play for a Jake White team if you don't 100% believe that, you know, Jake's the man. Mm. So, it's true. Um, so, so someone crazy. like, you know, if you, if you like, fuck, um, this guy maybe isn't, then, then you should probably go because I don't think you're going to get what you think you deserve there. Mm. So, yeah, I, no, in that I, respect. I think that's like, a fair point. Like the Springbok team that he took over, we're going back to 2004. They're at such a low ebb, everybody bought into the Jake White vision, in a sense. It's almost like the perfect situation Yo. to put him in. And then, and then also allied with John Smith uh, as a captain who obviously was a very good leader, actually probably the best hooker at the tournament come 2007. I think it's a fair point. Either you're with him or you're not, in that sense. If you want to play for Jake White, perfect. But as we, as we saw in Durban and in the Brumbies, if you don't dig him, that stuff goes to the surface pretty quickly as well. So, uh, yeah. Actually, that, that moves on to something else I wanted to mention. The Queens and Reds, they're three players lighter now. Isaac Lucas, who I I'd signed in my team as my backup fly half, but didn't play much. He's no longer a Red. Isaac Rotter, 25-cap Australian lock. And then the up-and-coming lock that we've mentioned many times on this podcast, oh. Harry Hawkins, the future of Australian locks. They're all out of a contract so at the Queens and Reds. Back, There's been a lot like of statements going out, but the agents, get... I don't have his name. He manages more than just them, but those three apparently raised rumbles about the pay deal that was cut in Australia a few weeks ago, but nothing came out. And he just said that, in short, their voices weren't quite heard and they raised uh, some concerns. And now I've reached a situation where Brad Thorne feels betrayed. So we all know what happens when you betray Brad Thorne. You don't go to the naughty corner, you go to Siberia. And yeah, their contracts have been rescinded. Yeah, so they've gotten what they've wanted in a sense. I just wonder if they will find that the world out there is as warm as they believe it is. In a yeah, sense. like it's, it's really, it's not, a, it's a time if you have a job, you want to hang on to it. Eh? There were reporting mm. last week that I think Hawkins and Lucas were both looking to leave the country in any way. Yes. It's only Rodder that yeah. actually wants... To is eyeing a domestic transfer. So he's the only one I think who's actually really shot himself in the foot because, oh, fuck, I think either you know, of them... I, I, It's like, do you reckon... Because, you know, we, we, we often talk about, like, the the time to kind of to cash out. Like, you know, the, the time to go overseas. But I, I don't think the time was right for Hawkins or Rodder to go overseas. Like, they, they were barely... Like, well, it's Hawkins and Lucas. There. Yeah, Hawkins and Lucas. So Rodder, I would say he logically like he could get a decent contract. But yeah, so he was also Hawkins, pissed off like, because he was apparently keen to be Alajanchi's keen to be captain and Yeah, that's true. And Thorne passed over him and basically made the debutant, the Reds debutant, the new boy a captain in his place. Well, maybe Thorne actually made a decent character decision because he's kind of yeah. showing himself to be a bit of a brat now. So yeah, no, I think Thorne Thorne did pretty well there. Yeah. Hmm. So it's a bit of a mess for Australian rugby. We'll see what shakes out. But they seem to be planning with the Kiwis 
if a rugby championship doesn't come off to have a Bridgestone Cup series, I know that uh, Australian rugby that spoke to the Sydney Morning Herald, and they said they're looking to have like a mini rugby championship tournament based in Australia, since it's kind of in the middle of all the countries in October, November, maybe. But it's, it depends on what the Argentine and South African governments say, which at this stage is unlikely it seems to be able to travel. So it will then just revert and, and to... when? In October? Yeah, they said October. I think it's more... I thought the Australian government... Oh, yeah, but they only six-month lockdown, and that was about three months ago. Yeah. I guess they're coming yeah. And they're looking to do a travel bubble probably between New Zealand and Australia. That's why it's maybe feasible. I did see something today that SRA Rugby, they are going to try to talk to the government to let them know what plans they have in place to play for, play matches. There's a so similar, everyone's talking to the government. Though, there's a I similar feel. one going on with uh, the Sunwolves now. They're apparently talking to, or JRU's talking, I saw now today, that JRU's talking to Australian government and ARU's also chatting to them to see if they can sneak the Sunwolves in to base themselves in Australia for uh, the, that version of the local. Uh, I thought I saw a thing saying it's, it's not feasible. That, yeah, so that was yeah. last week. This week they're saying they're still talking. Oh, cool. Yeah. So um, last where, week they, the Sunwolves we... were like, wow, fuck, are we done? But now they're like, oh, but where are we not? Where would we be in Super Rugby now? I'm just trying to. I was, trying to I was work thinking it about out. that this week. <laughs> so, um, well, like, we, we'll be pretty close to the end, I'd guess. Yeah, I think uh, so. Let me tell you. Let's see. Fuck, I'd be so hammered because of all the lowest, lowest rounds. Actually, no, I think I was getting my comeback. Yo, Matt, you, you were you were peaking. I, was... I think you would be you would you would just be eclipsing me for top of league now. No, I just got my upward swing. Up to sure. you're, you're just trending. You're you're timing your run in. Yeah, I, think you I don't know. You were sailing towards that the the league title. Yeah, in that I, sense. I feel I feel like Liverpool. <laughs> actually, no. Like, I won't lie. I, I I feel I feel like Liverpool, but I am actually like the Sharks. I was not. I think I was one point ahead or something. Yeah, it would have been uh, this previous weekend, round 17. So it would have been finished. That would have been yeah, the yeah, Would have hammered the Rebels. The Reds would have lost the Hurricanes. The Highlanders would have hammered the Sunwolves. I will go through all of it. Then, yeah, one more round. And then... Well, the Highlanders back. would have hammered the Sun. That's bold, considering how the Highlanders are trending. Yeah. Yeah, but they would, have, they would have been like typical Highlanders gotten strong, you know, with their fighting spirit and their can-do. No, but the, stand, the Sunwolves would have something to prove. This would be like their last game ever. Super yeah, right. so they would, have, they would have pulled back all the old boys, you know. Second loss. the greatest hits. Second loss. Yeah. So sorry, it, sorry, it, my, it my, my, my point my point is surely these players' contracts were just for the length of Super Rugby. So now yeah. like it so so surely like they're actually not gonna even if they do get to Australia, they're not actually gonna be able to their players will all now have <coughs> been moving on. But I think with the the suspended contracts or the suspended because Super Rugby hasn't cancelled itself yet. <laughs> And the fact that well, it's suspended, are the it, contracts. Oh, I was wondering why I hadn't been awarded the league title yet. I think it's only. I think Super Rugby is still holding on, so it's still suspended. They haven't. They haven't cancelled it yet. And hmm. I think that might go a long way to keeping your contracts and their player contracts suspended until commencement. Hmm. But at least for them, it's uh, what's the word? 
they have had a clock in this thing. So one way or the other, they're not really like that, that affected. While the unions with multi-level contracts, they would have had to make a plan. Like in football, they've had to do not a rolling extension of certain contracts, but because leagues are starting at different times, it's also creating a bit of a weird situation as well in, in terms of contracting. So, um, yeah, I, I know we, we spoke a lot about the Sunwolves. I'm not sad to see them go with, with all due respect. It was time. I just don't know. Oh, yeah. I don't know what, what's going to look like next February. What Super Rugby is going to look like as well. It's it's very hard to see. I don't see it. I know Sands are determined to do something about it. But maybe at that point, it'll be mini tournaments. We've spoken about that before. Hosted in one country for a conference. Yeah, like I think it seems like there is a big push now to ditch South Africa. And I can, I can kind of see where New Zealand and Australia are coming from. Like, even... Like, there are, like, people like to have a dig at each other's rugby, but I think we can all acknowledge, like, between New Zealand, Australia, and South Africa, some of the best rugby in the world gets played at super rugby level. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, sorry, and the Pumas, and previously, the maybe not the Sunwolves so much. But, yeah. But I, I do think, practically, the tournament is unwieldy. Like, so maybe there does need to be some sort of um, adjustment. But I haven't seen a... I haven't seen a a proposal that keeps the standard of rugby but makes everything more practical. Let's say that. Yeah. So we're just waiting to get rugby in whatever form. How far away is the New Zealand competition? It's about two, three weeks. Beginning of next week, next month, yeah. Hmm. So that'll be a happy time. Because like I saw the viewership for Bundesliga I think had exceeded its highest ever but by a factor of two to three to four times, just due to the fact there's no other football on. No, ESPN. You sort of want to get out ahead of it, like you want to be the first. Yes. That's yes. why I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of glad it's New Zealand rugby be getting out there first because mm. I'd be a bit worried if we were playing some sort of Curry Cup, like the world would judge us. Yeah. No, because yeah. yeah, I saw. Yeah, ESPN had to pay. Big money for the Korean baseball, the rights to the Korean baseball league, because that's also just started in place of there. And like guys are watching it like two o'clock in the morning, because they miss live sport. Yeah, apparently it's so a night before or last. There was a, like a, a charity golf event, so it was Tiger Woods and Phil Mickelson, who were playing with uh, Peyton Manning and Tom Brady. You know the yeah, yeah, yeah. the American footballers, and apparently it was one of the most betted on events that has ever happened. Because I think all <laughs> these sports gamblers were just so desperate, I think, to bet on. Oh my god! <laughs> they were just like, whatever, whatever. I'm betting on this golf. Ah, like, oh, fuck. Oh. Could have been fun. Though. Uh, something else I saw uh, in the last. Wait, what? What is today? Monday. Last week, Pro 14. They've announced that they've sold a 28% stake in the in the league to CBC Capital Partners. Also, we'll need to see what happens if the Cheetahs and the Kings will participate any, anytime soon. So, just like the Premiership, they, they've sold out to private capital. Do you ever think that situation could happen in South Africa? Let's say rugby sell out a private stake. If I'm an investor, why would I buy a stake if I can't have some form of control? What, what do you think the 28% really buys them? Revenue. Oh, well, it does. It does control. It does buy you control. It buys you pressure, if not control. 
but mm. but you would ha you would have to as matt said you would have to make the revenue a lot more um lucrative lucrative yeah, mm. yeah like oh, the return for, on investment to, is... to to entertain private investment yeah like like, mm. like at the moment like um who's just bought into the bulls what's his name uh what's it yeah it's 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 not uh it's not oh let me make millions of this is basically it's like a passion project it's like his hobby yeah yeah so you know uh, well you know. talking of hobbies the six nations of the rugby championship they've apparently been or sans are they've been talking to one another they issued a joint statement which is apparently unprecedented saying in short we're talking we're hoping to come to a solution we realize people aren't digging our vibe anymore and we're trying to find a solution which i do find very interesting Meanwhile, Augustin Pichot, he's already said that Rugby Africa betrayed him. Surprise, surprise. That's, that's no surprise. Rugby Africa but fucking think... betrays everyone. Like that. They wield an unheard of amount of power considering what they, they are. They are. The, uh, is Rugby Africa the Iago of fucking world rugby? Othello no, like, Iago. Like, yeah, they just... Uh, I don't know. Like, like, we seem to have given... Like, Rugby Africa just seems to be... The like they, in they, every election. They, well, they're like they're like the kingmaker because I think just the way the world rugby is split, it's just like, oh, it's weird. Uh, I think what well, was most shocking is that they were actually in his side at, at any one point because as we were saying, rugby Africa is largely a Franco organization, and that they would be going siding with him instead of Billy Beaumont and his French vice is strange yeah i just i do find the timing strange because beaumont after his win he said that oh no the six nations won't be moving but suddenly they are so i wonder i know they acknowledge well, yeah, that Be beaumont doesn't actually have as much control as you'd think no. huh? not really he's just a figurehead kind mm. of in, in many ways so i will be interested to see what what it happens uh maybe cover's push rugby in a direction that should have gone a long time ago. Still screwing the minnows, but it's not really uh, about them. Speaking of minnows, uh, Ireland. <laughs> Sorry, I'll take whoa, that back. I've just seen whoa. a story that Johnny Sexton. Whoa, whoa. <laughs> why would you say that about Ireland? No, it's just because. Uh, uh, do you have they, to be? Do you have to get related, through a World related. Cup semi-final to be considered tier one or what? Yeah, I don't know. But Johnny Sexton, he he reveals that they made a World Cup blunder against the All Blacks. He said that they made errors in their pre-match analysis before the game. They ended up losing 46-14. Squidge went to town on them in his latest video as well. That video is so good. Yeah, fuck. Like, I was tearing up at the end. It was emotional. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Sexton, he said that the island got their approach wrong. Because he, he was asked, spoke, speak, being spoking to by um, Vinnie Hammond, the RRFU's head of analytics. If you prepared for the game, he said, when you are playing out half, you involve so much and you're in so many big moments. Second said he remembers the moments when things didn't go well more, but said many weren't based on the back of analysis. Um, I'm just trying to see what else he says here. But speaking of analysis, Squidge, he got a huge shout out from Rassi Erasmus. I mean, you, you, you can go look at Squidge's Twitter account. So I wonder if, he's, if there's still a raging rugby stiffy somewhere in Wales. Um, it's a very good video, by the way, if you want he to see how that... He doesn't live in Wales, Adam. 
resident Wales. He's, he's Welsh. Welsh. He lives in like the UK somewhere at the moment. Like in, but he's in half the... Welsh, half English. Adam, do you know nothing about Squidge? I just know that he knows a shit about rugby. Okay. No, fuck it. But he knows like all rugby. Like he would tell you about like Stocky Sonicum's debut and stuff. Yeah, he's know. like Mitch. Mm. Um, but but do you know what I like about Squidge? When he made this video, I'm sure he anticipated that it was going to appeal to a far a far wider following than his usual videos. Yeah. You know, because... But he still wasn't afraid to include like 30 jokes about the size of Rassi's penis, which I really respect. Also, about uh, when he dicked on fucking Israel Falah, my favorite comment. Yeah, it's it's just Israel like, Falah when he drops that when he dropped that try over the line, and then you just see at the bottom of the screen, remember this guy. Yeah. And I was like, ah. you know, also also something like, I, Squidge's content is excellent. Okay. Yeah. Yes. We we can all agree. What does Squidge have? He, he has a good rugby mind, but apart from that, he basically has a laptop and a can-do attitude. Huh? Yeah. That editing is all can-do. Yeah. That's yeah. a lot of fucking can-do, that editing. Yeah. But then you get these guys, like, loads of rugby rugby websites. You know, you get, like, oh, Rugger World and Rugger Bots and Rugger whatever and Rugger like Rugby 365. Half the tabs I've got open right now. Yeah, and um, bloody, you know, you know, there are loads of them. I'm sure we all a Facebook member of like ten groups where it's actually like a company, and you see adverts. They're employing people. You know, they they properly functioning, but these guys aren't putting out anything like Squidge, mm. which is no, really like, like, like yeah. So it's it's one, it's exceptional by Squidge, but two, other oaks fucking get your. Get your asses into gear. Like you want to pretend you have a rugby dedicated company, you know, put your put your money where your mouth is and actually sort out to kind of produce some proper content, not just bloody forwarding articles and getting Alex to write pieces on fantasy rugby. I enjoyed Alex's piece on fantasy rugby, but still, you know what I mean. Yeah. No. Uh, oh, sorry, I was just looking. I, I was looking at one of these websites. Apparently, as someone called him Bulls Legend, Travis Ishmael. He's, he's coming. <laughs> I'm so, I'm, can, can, can we actually I was actually going to say this can we have objective criteria for calling someone a legend and a star because it's always like oh, oh, no. a former whale star wins I don't know strictly come ice dancing or whatever and you're like oh who's this guy it's like fuck I don't remember oh he got one cap against Japan in 2002 no former whale star you're like the, can, can, can we can we start enforcing some sort of thing like you need you need 80 caps to be considered a legend 50 caps oh, to be considered a star i think you're going to start I'm stepping hard, on herschel junkies scarlet's legends toes yeah. this line ben okay apart from her unless squid explicitly excludes you can we say 50 caps for uh, for star 80 caps for legend uh maybe but it's it's clickbaity that's what the websites are going to do to get you to read. Like, as, as calling, for example, Bongi Obanambi a star, that's justified. There's no other rumors about him heading back to the Bulls, why he would do so much. You're sure that John Thompson says he's staying at the Stormers. He's a star. Oh, yeah, I, I don't trust anything John Thompson says. Yeah, Bongi's a star. That's no, fine. No, if John, you want a World John, Cup, John I think you can, be says... a, you, can be a, you can be a star and a legend if you find a World Cup. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Sorry, I've just remembered. Did you see World Rugby? 
there was a report about them altering certain rules. Yeah, I was going to so wonder that, when we well, were going to cover with this. With the, like, non-protester scrums and shit. No, not even that. Yes. It's like no scrums, essentially, because no face-to-face contact. So no scrums, no rucks, no malls, essentially. What, what are they going to do? Like, isn't that rugby league? Ah, um, Aussie rules. No, rugby, yes. rugby league yeah, has rucks Aussie and rules. scrums. Isn't that Aussie rules? Well, yeah, you can pass... Well, you can't pass forward in Aussie rules, where you can do the final hand hit thing forward. Hmm. But can't they? Don't they go just put it down between their legs and carry on or whatever? No, that's league. Is that league? That's league. Yeah, but but league, league, they have scrums and stuff. Do they? But, but will they still tackle? But that's the thing. Like you may as well just play touch at this point, because like you've taken out so much of what is rugby. It's touch at this point, without drugs and malls and that. Yeah, they said scrums and malls as high-risk areas of the game that can be adapted and removed entirely by unions around the world to resume competition. I mean, obviously, it's very. But 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 I think I think this is this is kind of at sort of under you know under ten level or whatever. Yeah, look, it's so that yeah, yeah, can't people proper rugby teams. So yeah, this is with an eye for lower levels to get back into rugby, essentially. Uh, okay, okay, no, that's fair. I got sucked in by the clickbaitiness. Yeah, look, if you look, if you look. But later down, uh, um, leads to changes to rules where sports eventually resumes. I'm just gonna find it. Uh, provide options for professionals and the community game below that. Yeah, so I think it's the community game which really, because you know, like, like something say like, um, not varsity cup, but say like your your internal league at Rhodes or UCT or whatever. You could replace that with like a touch rugby league just to kind of get the people going. Fuck, there no props for a season. Yeah. Well, uh, no, but I would say you should have a forwards league and a backline league if you start a touch league. Ooh, props on the wings, just pure pace, Ben. <laughs> uh, by the way, today is the 25th anniversary of the opening, opening game of the 1995 Rugby World Cup where South Africa beat Australia. Oh, so that nice. That was before we had won a single World Cup, eh? Hmm. Yeah, now we have three. Hmm. Nice. It actually looked like uh, like I saw some highlights from that. You know, because it's been playing on Twitter today. It seemed like uh, like some nice running rugby. Okay. Wait, what? Was it like the that ninety the first game of the ninety five World Cup? Oh yeah, no, it was that was lacquer. I must have looked all... for it. Hmm. Let's just check it out. Uh, let's see. How are we for time? Um, we are. Must oh, okay, fine. Yeah. Is there, anything, is, is there anything else that I missed? Did you guys want to cover before we move on to the lock XD? I'll need to buy out when you keep cracking in that. Swoop through the news group, but I don't think so. No, I think I skimmed no. everything. I've been checking off tabs as we've been going. Um, I think we should just nice. mention, seeing as Alex. Oh, Wayne Barnes. Wayne Barnes. He just said that he. He made a big mistake in 2007. So no shocker there. He said if they had TMO back in the day, they would have picked up that forward pass. So uh, I, 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 I give it... Mm, where France beat them. I give any referee credit for coming back after that. Like Craig Joubert wasn't seen again pretty much after the 2015 World Cup final. Same as Bryce Lawrence. Um, it's hard. He was like young at the time. So, and he's a good referee. 
So I remember he refereed. It is something that you that you kind of think when you when you get chosen to ref a World Cup final, it does become a bit of a it's a bit of a double edged sword in a way, though, because mm. you know it is it's like a make or break kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah he probably would have refereed the final were it, if England had made it, all things considered. So he did referee the which which game did he referee? I know he refereed us versus Japan. He could have said beast off in a quarterfinal, but he didn't, thankfully. And I know, but then we had, uh, I was going to say Garcon, that's not right. Not right. Suddenly I've lost his name. Garcia, thank you. In the semi of the final. So, yeah. Uh, okay, well, that, that's all I had to mention. So, uh, Oaks, I'm going to leave you, and but please take it away with the Lock XV. Before we get going, how do you think the Lock XV would compete against the, the, the best team that we, that's been built so far, the Prop XV. Well, we haven't checked the, the Block XV just yet, so we still have to see how it looks, but I mean... Yeah, so it's, it's you're a counting chickles side. before eggs hatch, but this this is definitely a, a, a knockout staged contender, this team, the Locks, Locks team. Okay, cool. Alright, yeah. well, I will, I will I will hear about it once uh, our episode is out. So, yeah, thanks guys. I appreciate the patience. So I will learn. I'll take I'll take your wisdom, Ben. That uh, water video you sent me is good value. It's been doing good work. So yeah, I, I'm surprised you didn't have it on now to try calm it. No, I, I haven't had the opportunity. I'm going to do that now. Also, just to get the baby huggy thing sorted out. Anyway, enough about okay. that. Cheers, Alex. Cheers, Adam. Uh, I'll catch you next time. Good luck. Oh. Stay strong. Thanks. Whew, I will. Yeah, okay. Okay. Fair math. Now we got Adam out the way. We could focus on tight forward stuff because okay. I don't like, I don't like the idea of doing a tight forward XV without, well, with non-tight forwards involved because I don't think they really understand the nuances of being a tight forward. No, not at all. Not at all. Um, which end do you want to start with this, or do you just want to scattergun it? Um, let's let's go just down. I think down. So Lou said. Skelton. Said, uh, yeah, we've gone for Will Skelton. I'm not sure what he's. I don't know. I think he's trimmed down a bit. I, I would but... rather have. I, I would rather have a bigger loose head than a tight head. Yeah, I, I don't mind a. I think a lot of guys like the more mobile loose head, and the stocky tight head. But as long as the tight head can get a shift, like I don't know. For me, a tight head works harder. They've got to get the scrums and all that shit. So. Okay. <laughs> I've, always played, I've yeah, always well, played with I've always played with a lazier loose head. I don't know. My loose head was okay. always a lazier guy. Well, speaking of lazy guys at loose head, we've gone for Will Skelton. Um, I think he's about 140 kgs at the moment, huh? Jesus, that's like Ben Tamafuna size loose head. We're fine. Yeah, yeah. I'm I'm actually looking at this pack. I I think this pack might be close to a ton. Have you got it? Where's it? Where did we do this? In the oh, no, 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 but no, no, but because because the actual, the, the locks, the non-locks locks kind of let it down a bit. Yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, so, Lucid, we've gone for Will Skelton. Yeah. Matt, uh, for, our, for our hooker, we've gone for not so much a hooking build, but just hooking qualities, I think. I think that's the best way to describe it. Think, yeah, well, look, I mean, we've got luck, so we're not going to be arguing much for builds. Yeah, so, 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 so we've just gone for someone sort of gritty, likes to get stuck in there, gets in your opponent's face, stuff like that. So we've gone for um, we've gone for Martin Johnson there. Yeah. 
Yeah, I remember. Yeah, good pick. Yeah. And will he captain the side? Let's see where it uh, do Ooh, We've I... actually got two. We've got two great captains in the side, huh? Yeah. I don't, I don't mind a, okay. a hooker captain, though. But he is a good... Yeah, I like a hooker captain. I prefer to the alternative, yeah. Okay, then, finish up the front row. We have Luru Roots, as commentators are so fa- so fond of saying. He's a big boy. Yep. Yeah, so... Are we going to skip... Um, Skip four five for the end. No, no, say four five now. You okay. you do four five six. And Have you got the list? Three. Where's the list? I can't remember it now. So I'm watching. No, it. I've I've got it, but I made some changes because. Okay, well let me do it then, since I made yeah. changes which you're not aware of. Yeah. Okay, then uh, number four we went for Juan Smith. Yeah. It's a similar sort of. Had he played rock there actually? Had he played there for the? He was definitely more of a more of a flank. Yeah, he was a flank. Uh, I mean, I only remember him as a flank. But I'm the, pretty sure he's packed on. I mean, it's the same as I drafted Sean Wanui as my 13 last night, because oh, like yeah, he, he has played there. Yeah, yeah, cool. Then um, we went for Japanese international, Japanese star, Japanese legend, Japanese player. Uh, Kazuki Himeno. Himeno. I think, Do, you can, yeah, I think right. we can call him legend on that one. Uh, star? Star, star, star. I think Leech star. is the only okay. legend right now, actually. Yeah, okay. And th- this, is where, this is where I made a few changes. So, number six, I've gone for Franco Mostert. Like, I think he is sort of the, the poor man's Peter Steff de Toy. Yeah. Which makes him essentially the second best blindside flank in the world. Yeah. Yeah. I, we're not going to argue with uh, that there. He's essentially just Brunette. Actually, no, no, no. But, but in this case, he's actually an open side now. Yeah, well, you put him at six, open side, yeah. You're actually, fuck, we pick a team of locks. Who are we kidding? We have two blind sides. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Um, then number seven, we've gone for Bucky's Boerter. You yeah. know, the, the ultimate enforcer. And he's, he's actually a bit quicker than you think on Bucky's. Yeah. Uh, I'm happy with um, this one. Then... Um, Number eight, um, I'm, I'm loath to include him, but we've gone Mario Itoje. Good, you know, good ball player, a bit niggly, gets in your face. I think I he's a line-out option. Of the Lucy's. But this team, doesn't, this team does not lack for line-out options. Eh? Yeah, and of the Lucy's, I think eighth man is most probably his best fit. And I do think he would actually play quite well in this team because he'd actually be playing around a proper size pack. Yeah. Because he doesn't really want to ruck over and stuff. But, yeah. you know, when you play, when he's playing with Underhill and Curry, like he has to kind of, well, he should. He should be doing the grunt work because of the, yeah. Yeah, do, do, doing a bit of grunt work. And then so, but it, yeah, like he's free to, like he doesn't need to go to a single ruck all day and, you know, the ball will be fine. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Number nine. Now now the, the team's the same, Matt. So you can do the back line if you want. Uh, no, it's okay. You carry on. I'm, I'm going to chirp in every now and then, but you carry on. It's fine. Okay. Number nine. Sunwolves legend. Vimpy van der Vault. Yeah. I feel this was, this was a... This was, this was ball. Alex. This was Alex. This was Alex just hating yeah. on how short Vimpy actually is and yeah. placed it last. Alex actually has a major gripe that Vimpy van der Vault's like, whatever, like one meter 86 or whatever, and he plays lock. As far as Alex is concerned, Vimpy van der Vault's like five foot four. Yeah, in Alex's eyes, Vimpy is a dwarf. 
Okay. Uh, basically, Danny DeVito is going to play Vimpy Van der Waal. Yeah. When we make the movie of the Lock 15's heroic run in this competition, Danny DeVito will play Vimpy Van der Waal. Yeah, I'm telling you now, Alex is already punting that, getting that face, that Twitter image together right now. Fuck, like Alex loves casting a non-existent movie. Yeah? <laughs> okay, fly off. Fly half, yeah. As you know, with fly halves, we like some proven kicking ability. So we have gone with John Eels, uh, Australian legend. He's a legend, huh? Yeah, I think we can give him comfortably. comfortably there are actually legend. quite a few legends in this team because Martin Johnson, legend. John Smith, legend. Bucky's. Bucky's, legend. John Eels, legend. This is going to be controversial. Skelton, I would argue, is an Aussie legend. Look, they've got no locks, so the fact that they've got... Do you know what? Yeah, I guess Skelton is a bit of an Aussie legend. And I would argue LaRue Ruit and Orchis Neyman are both cult heroes. Yes. So well, and and LaRue Ruit is actually in a cult. So yeah. that does... That tracks. That helps you. That, that helps you track. to be a cult hero. So what oh, sorry, and then... Orchis must... Yeah, sorry. No, Archie is, uh No, sorry, let me actually... So, Archie is 11. Sorry, Archie is 11. Oh, shit, yes. Fuck. Yeah, so, he's rangy. He runs good. I think he'll be he'll be doing a lot of sort of cutting in by the scrum and stuff like that as well. Like, yeah, so he'll do... Yeah, but think... I'm thinking of like a more aggressive Mopimpi at this point. Yeah, like like just a, like a angry, rangy Mopimpi sort of thing. And I, do you know what? I also think he'll commit to the role. Like, I think it will be very, very hard to convince, say, someone like um, someone like Bucky's or Mostert or whatever. It will be very hard to convince them that they're not a lock. Like, no. I think Archeus Neyman, like, like Rassi probably has to sit down with him every day and tell him he's he is a lock and he's not a center. He's not a wing. You're a lock, Arche. Remember, You're you have lock. to jump in the line out now. Yeah. So, so like, I think Arche will... will will slide right into those lo- low weight Nike boots. Eh? Yeah, no fair. Yeah. Then number twelve, uh, we've gone for Victor Matf- Victor Matfield, just fantastic. Another captaincy candidate, eh? Yeah, I don't mind if a backline player has captain. Twelve is a good one. Twelve and ten. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. With Victor Matfield, you know, super smooth hands. Got a got a bit of a bit of kicking ability. Yeah, he's, like didn't he's put he do in that? The... Didn't he put through that grabber to? Uh, to jo- uh, John Smith. Yeah, like no, no but on quite, quite a few occasions, like he put through a, a like grabber that, like I think John Smith, like one-handed and dotted down. I think Victor's another one that actually needs to be reminded that he's a lock, because often, like he would break, it would just be like him and the fullback. You're like, oh, Victor's going to run this guy over. He's got like 30 kgs on him. No, try and step him. <laughs> yeah, you're like, you're like, what, what are you doing, Victor? Come on, like. Play, play the role you were assigned. Yeah. Yeah. And then number 13, Brody Retallick, you know, nice and rangy, good hands, good strong run. player. Yeah, like, good run. Yeah, like I think he's a good 13. Number 14, someone a bit sort of scrappier, more in your face. I don't know if he has proven pace, but uh, we've gone for Guido Petty. I think that's not a bad. He's a, I think his defense yeah. stats are not bad at the moment, so. Yeah, is that um, what we have learned from Rugby Challenge is if someone's going to high tackle, it's going to be your number 14 wing. So 
you know, we might as well just put those two, those two together. So yeah. instead of Guido Petty getting a yellow card in another position, and then your 14 wing getting a yellow card, by putting Guido Petty on the wing, you've minimized your, you've reduced the amount of yellow cards you can get by one. Yeah, exactly. Fucking Cheslin Colby, the dirtiest player in our Curry Cup league. How does he even high tackle? It makes no sense. I think he jumped on other people's backs to get there. Yeah. Now, uh, speaking of five midgets in a trench coat, um, our number 15 is Eben Etzebeth. So, yeah, it's just, I don't know, you would be brutal returning the ball. I don't know if he can kick. I don't think I don't he's going to kick really... return many. Yeah, I, 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 don't think it, I don't think it really matters. Um, he did actually, apparently he played um, center yeah, in played high center school. Yeah, he center in high bit, school, yeah. Which must have been, frankly, terrifying. Yeah. But yeah, center's a... Apparently, Percy Montgomery scouts, played. the scouts are playing yeah. center, and they're like, no, you're taking, who's this big guy? And they told him who, like, who's, who, who he was, and he's like, no, man, he's taking the piss. So he told Etzebeth, no, you're taking the piss, you're going to go play a real position down in front. Yeah, um, and also uh, I want to point out Percy Montgomery was a centre at school. Oh, there we go. And he turned into one of the world's greatest fullbacks. So proven and it, Yeah, so basically Evan will follow the same formula and become one of the world's greatest fullbacks. Perfect. So yeah, so there we go. Nice. Um, so we have, uh, starting from number one, we have Skelton, Martin Johnson, Luru Roots, John Smith, Kazuki Himeno, Franco. Master, Bucky's Buta, Maroy Toje, Wimpy van der Bolt, John Eels, Ochis Neyman, Victor Matfield, Brody Retallick, Guido Petty, and Eben Etzebeth. Uh, yeah. I'm happy with that. Yeah, I think... uh, who I do you want to captain this side? I think uh, Johnson, make it Ford's captain. Martin Johnson. Yeah, well, he's. John Eels is also a World Cup winning captain. Though. Yeah. No, but I don't like a fly off captain. Yeah, but look, John Hill isn't Victor Matt. No, Victor Matfield wasn't captain. Smith was captain. No. He was a World Cup winning vice captain. Yeah. Yeah, so I think, yeah, that's not a bad team. I think, yeah, yeah like, it'll be a fucking. Oh. It's a bit, when this team gets momentum and starts running, it'll be a fucking devastating team. Yeah, like, I, I worry about their sort of reaction time because they're just a bit long yeah that's like i don't think i don't think they're going to do anything particularly fast well like passing and stuff like i think when they get running they'll be surprisingly quick yeah it's like watching this giraffe you forget how fast they can move some days yeah so i i do think this team versus the scrum off team would be ridiculous (laughs) actually we want to try and simulate this at some point now I wish we had a proper rugby game. EA Sports, I presume you're one of our 200 listeners. So please, please make a rugby game. Yeah, speaking of shit rugby games, I see Alex just posted the first first match of our Mitre 10 Cup that we drafted last night. Yeah, how, how did that go? I wasn't... Oh, I guess I um, just listened to it. Uh, that was interesting. Uh, let's see what some highlights. I think Ant followed... Ant started drafting older guys... In the Andrew Mould. Alex also, I, actually. I, uh, I do think Alex. drafting older guys is kind of the play because... That's where they've the, got, the, they've the, got figures the, for. Well, the game, you, the game you simulated on is was made in 2016. Yeah. yeah. 
Did someone pick up Nehe early? Because um, he must be fucking... Wilma's got a did go. Who's got an arch? Fuck, where's he? He's just somewhere. Who picked him? Oh, Andrew picked him up. I don't know how early though. I think he went quite late, actually. Oh, that's a weird one. Yeah, maybe people were still... Like, this, this was a weird one. So, like, no one... No one... Like, that last round, you know, regret pick, maybe fix something. No one took it. Because, like, there's just... Like, it's a weird one. Like, with the Australian... Like, one of the comments we made yesterday with the Aussie draft. Like, you you were hurt when Oaks drafted players. Because you're like, fuck, now I've missed out on that guy. Like, with the New Zealand one, there was a lot less of that. Yeah. I, I was surprised, actually. Like, after the Aussie draft, like, looking at our teams, I was like, you know what? These teams aren't shit. Yeah, I think there's enough guys we could have probably drafted it in seventh decent side as well. Yeah. And for this one. That's crazy. And you know New Zealand, you know, like, that's just the players we've heard of. Like, they could probably put together a team of guys who don't have a super rugby cap who could finish, like, fourth in super rugby. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Okay, we're going to call it now? Yeah, we can call it there. Cool. Don't we have to say goodbye or something? Oh, yeah. Everyone, thank you for listening. And, yeah, you can find us in all the places where you are listening to us already. We appreciate you guys for sticking around this long. Cheers. And yeah, we've, hope... we've got we've got really slack about that. Remember, we used to always talk about Stitch or... Yeah, but like guys are listening. Like, that's the thing. You're plugging, plugging your platforms at the end, but they literally are on the platform already. So what's the point of plugging your platform? No, I don't know, man. So, yeah, follow us know. on Twitter, follow us on Facebook, all that stuff, maybe. Follow us on Twitter. Alex tweets quite well there. Yeah, follow Alex on Twitter. Don't really follow ERB. Well, yeah. follow us. Follow us as well, but mostly follow Alex. Yeah, but Alex doesn't stay on brand. Like, sometimes you get stuff about, like, essay politics and stuff, which probably... Yeah, just be careful of that every now and then. Much. But I think I saw earlier today he was doing a massive thread on, basically, who needs to wish list what players. In what province? In the pro- provincial site. I love how you, Oh, guys, I'm so busy at work. I can't... Okay, Alex, but you, you're putting out 40 tweets a day. 40 tweet, Like a 40 tweet, like, tirade on, like, this... this yeah, but it's, 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 not just like, it's not just like a tweet, like, uh, hashtag board or whatever. It's like... No, no, like no, a research, is... like... It's like, like he's putting out, like, a thesis every day on Twitter. No, no, you must see this one. I'll, you must see see this one that I'm talking about. It's fantastic. But yeah, I think everyone yeah, else should go I, look for it. I, I work at work, so I don't have huge amounts of time to play on Twitter. But I'm I lucky. Try. Yeah, no. so I think that's goodbye for us. Okay. Yeah, bye guys. Cheers.